This is American Real, where we aim to inspire, empower, and enlighten you through the stories of our guests. Here's your host, Roger Brooks. Can you give us a little bit more insight? You said that you learned through these larger companies about storytelling. What exactly was it? Was it the the process of putting out um, a piece? When a brand would come to us, like a CNBC TV 18, they would come to us with a simple objective, saying that they want to look at marketing this. Once they give us an objective and their target audience, and in terms of what they want to achieve, we as CNBC or rather the broadcast channel would come and create a campaign which is storytelling led in terms of going across and creating print campaigns, in terms of going across and creating digital campaigns, outdoor campaigns, but the crux is storytelling. That's what makes the brand become the hero. Let me guess, you're an entrepreneur looking for ways to grow your business online. And you've probably tried everything to grow your business, including social media, SEO, even paid ads, only to find out that nothing truly works. So what if I told you that writing a book that goes on to become a bestseller is the magic wand, and that you can do it in as little as 30 days, two weeks, or even over a weekend in some cases, without spending more than 10 minutes a day. Would you be interested? My name is Roger Brooks, and I'm the founder and host of American Real TV, where I interview world-class guests to empower others through the essence of story. But I didn't get here overnight, and my mission certainly doesn't end here. Ever since I was a little boy, it's been my dream to empower others through the craft of writing and storytelling. And throughout my life, I came across several mentors who pushed me toward my passion for writing books and helping others to do the same. There is no greater joy than to be working with aspiring authors and to help them establish true credibility within their industry by writing and publishing their first book, which I'm proud to say have all gone on to become bestsellers. Now, you're seeing this video because I just opened enrollment for my new book writing program, where I promise to take you from page one to published in 90 days or less. I will be personally working with you to overcome the same fears and obstacles that kept me from pursuing my dreams all of those years. Simply click on the link below to see how I could help you become a first-time best-selling author. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. My guest today is Punita Parikh. You are an optimist and believe in humanity and helping others. You say, cut me and I bleed content. You're a storyteller for brands and offer app store optimization. Punita, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Roger. I feel so happy just being here on the American Real. I feel honored. I'm honored, and this is, uh, we're setting a record today because I believe, I have to double check, I've done over almost 175 interviews now, but I believe you're the first person that I've interviewed from India. 
So thank you. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. And uh, I wanted to start out today talking about a post that you put up recently. And you said, it really is a problem with me, my passion. It's draining my energy, but it's really worth it. And then you go on to say, say much more. But can you take us into that post, why you put that post up and why yeah. you feel so deeply about your passion? You know, uh, since this pandemic started about four months ago, I have been just interacting with so many students, so many professionals, so many people who have just lost jobs, so many people who are my house helps, who have also lost jobs. So I just felt that since I've already got so much from this community in terms of my career, it's time to give back now. And I just feel so passionate about just being empathetic and helping people. Like, what does it take? It doesn't take anything to just help people, support people. And that's what makes me happy. And that's what is my passion. And finally, I figured that out in this pandemic. And thanks to LinkedIn for that. No, and I was going to say uh, that the, one of the great things that's come out of this pandemic, I believe, is exactly what you just said. People connecting, people helping other people, finding ways to reinvent yourself, reaching out. And like we're doing today, uh, we're half a world apart, but we're having a wonderful conversation. And we met through LinkedIn. What a fabulous, fabulous thing that is. I totally love it. And that's what I keep telling the people in my connections. LinkedIn is my second family. I have finally made a second family and I feel so happy about it. And Panita, how, how long has it taken you to build up? You have a really nice following with great engagement. How long has this taken of, of consistent posting? Because I know you post pretty much every day, right? I would say twice a week, like I would say twice a week. I know I need to get consistent with my posting, but I, I kind of use a strategy of posting two to three times a week. But my content, I always believe in making it a quality content. So how I'm looking at posting my content is across two platforms. Once I always talk about my professional life in terms of the kind of content marketing that I've been doing in the kind of con uh, the content marketing case studies that I've been working on in my career. And the second part, how I break my posts or the content posts is mainly for my personal in terms of what are my failures? How did I come up? How did I fail? How did I move in? What is my passion? So I normally kind of break down both my uh, posts in these ways and that's how I create my content. So when a LinkedIn person is looking at my profile, okay, they have a recall. Oh, that's Punita. Oh, she's like a storyteller. So like I have literally been called like a storyteller on LinkedIn and yeah, that's how I've been going with it. And it's working amazing. I love that. So speaking of storytelling, how can storytelling boost someone's brand value? Why is that important? Because you and I are very much alike in that way. I truly believe in this too, but I'd love to hear it from your perspective. Yeah. So you know what, uh, Roger, I was very privileged enough 
to start my career way back about a decade ago when i started working with this company cnbc tv 18 and uh, that's the company which actually taught me what content marketing is and then i moved on to another company named the times of india which is the times network again i did content marketing there so with both these companies for over a decade years of work experience i learned that storytelling is one of the most powerful tools which is termed as content marketing which must be used for brands by brands across industries and there are some of the key ways you know uh, roger which one can use storytelling to, uh, to strengthen their brand so uh, i feel the most important thing is to create a perception like what is the persona like what is the character of the brand once that is set then probably you can moving on to uh, developing like an emotional branding with customers in terms of how customers feel about your product that's what you should move on slowly with gradually with once that is done uh, it's also important to understand the needs the need of the customer in terms of how you looking at positioning your customer you should look at making your customer the hero of your brand once you do that you know what you win this completely and uh, also it's also important sometimes when you're looking at building an audience that trusts you they will look at purchasing your products because they trust your content they trust how you're speaking your story and most important which i definitely feel that your story should have you know like that that you call it like the aha moment where it's that point and story where the audience actually learns the value proposition of what the product and the service is so that's what i feel at like these points are extremely critical to you know boost your brand value roger that's wonderful can you give us a little bit more insight when you said that you learned through these larger companies about storytelling what exactly was it was was it the the process of putting out um a piece what what take us through some of that if you don't mind yeah sure so like for example um when a brand would come to us like a cnbc tv 18 they would come to us with a simple objective saying that they want to look at marketing this once they give us an objective and their target audience and in terms of what they want to achieve vscnbc or rather the broadcast channel would come and create a campaign which is storytelling led and storytelling led in the sense where we would create a campaign which would have a 360 degree approach in terms of going across and creating print campaigns in terms of going across and creating digital campaigns outdoor campaigns but the crux is storytelling that's what makes the brand become the hero Wow. So uh you must be familiar with uh, Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey. Sorry, I didn't hear that. The Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell? Of course, yes, exactly. Yeah, and I and I think that, you know, many writers and many folks in media and content follow that Hero's Journey and um that's that's what storytelling is all about, right? It's it's taking someone through something where they actually feel the emotion of the brand is that the key exactly the connect the human connect you should touch the people's heart that's what storytelling is wow 
So when you look at someone's brand, and let's let's maybe look at a couple of examples of real life brands, even maybe some people. So you and I are are friends with uh, uh, Harsh Kumar, right? Yes. Yes. So when when you look when you think about Harsh and his brand, what what do you think? What grabs you, and what words come to mind when you think of someone like Harsh? Whenever I see Harsh Kumar's post, I always feel he always adds the customization. He adds the personal touch. That's what makes me feel that I want to comment on his post. I want to engage with his content. It's always customization for him, and that's what wins across all his posts. Wow, and you know, many of us are connected across the world on LinkedIn. We we kind of have a group of folks that that you and I are connected with. We always engage and, and comment on each other's posts and it's so nice to see but uh does does the storytelling uh, does that go across uh, countries does it go across borders are we able to touch the heartstrings of others no matter where you live in the world yes you know what you won't believe something that's such a such an important question because recently i connected with somebody from africa and uh his way of storytelling was so different. And my way of storytelling in terms of the Indian way was so different. But the main thing, what connected both of us was a human connection. Our goal was connecting the human audience, connection. That's what made a difference. The stories can be however, but the point is they connect that what matters. Brilliant, that is brilliant. And I notice your Buddha over your shoulder. That's a oh, really nice scene there, right there. Yes, thanks so much, Roger. Okay, so let's jump into um, a couple of things that I wanted to ask you about on your, on your LinkedIn profile. You talk about humanity and helping others. And then you say, we should help each other and never cover the truth. Um, and never cover the truth, just sugarcoat the facts, which hold us back from flourishing and becoming a better society or just a human. Tell us more about that. Like, don't you feel just humanity, just being human, simple, just being human. The person need not be of any race or of any caste or creed, rich or poor, just being human. And the best part about being human, that's what I have learned over these years, is it's not about the give and take. Like just because I'm supporting you, you don't have to support me, you know. It's just about being yourself and being happy about supporting others. That's what humanity is. And I've always believed in it. And it's worked extremely well for me. And the opposite person who I help also it makes a difference to his life also. And that's what makes it, makes my day happy. You know, that's what I believe in being human. And isn't amazing that that could happen virtually as well, you know, through a social platform like LinkedIn, where exactly. you can actually feel it and you, you feel the engagement and you feel the love between others when, when, when it's there. I totally feel like after I've gotten active on LinkedIn and the way the kind of connections are made from all over the world, look and corner of the world, the way people connect, the way people support on LinkedIn, I think it's something I have never seen in my life. And I do not want to leave LinkedIn till whenever or other forever, I would say. And for people that are 
that are listening that are not engaged in LinkedIn, what recommendations do you have for them to get started? Because you, you told us earlier that it's completely changed, you know, much of how you feel. So what, what advice would you have for someone who is not on LinkedIn today? Why should they get involved and, and how, do they, how do they start? Uh, so I feel first, it's very important for a person who's just got zero connections. It doesn't matter. It's completely okay. But once you do your profile optimization in terms of how your profile should look and how you want to look at portraying who you are, once that is done and once you're confident about doing that, it doesn't matter if you have zero connections or 10 connections. Your profile optimization speak number one. And once you start posting content and once you start looking at engaging with people and once you get noticed, that's when it happens and that's when you should look at feeling proud about the fact that yes, LinkedIn is powerful tool, you know, for networking, for engaging and just to build your personal brand. That's about it. And a very authentic way, you know. Right. One of the things I've noticed, Panita, is, is not to force it. Like, don't feel like yeah. you have to do anything. Do it because you want to do it. And, and, and it seems when the energy flows like that, it just feels so much better. I think just being you on LinkedIn makes it so much easier. Other yourself and saying, oh, today I want to reach that many number of followers. That's what matters. It doesn't make a difference if you've got five followers or maybe 5,000 followers. Creating an impact matters. Great. I did have a few more questions about uh, your storytelling. And I want to ask what opinions uh, you have about what you call MSMEs to implement storytelling as a tool. Yeah. So, uh, Roger, I feel that, you know what, every brand, be it small or big, they have the ability to become a storyteller, you know, because every company, every brand, every product, every service has a story to tell, period. If your business can't properly convey its story, so your products and services won't have much of an appeal to your audience. And I feel some of the key points, the SMBs, means the small, medium business companies, must look at considering there are a few points that I feel should be taken into consideration, you know, Roger. So one of the first points I feel is that, uh, you know, think about what matters, like in terms of what do you want the consumers to know about your brand? That's the number one key to start off with. Closely, slowly, secondly, forming an emotional bond, not just by simple handshake or maybe just by sending an email but it's so important to like emotionally connect with those people whom you want your customers to be, you know. And also it's quite important to take your customer, your product in a beautiful journey because storytelling is a form of content marketing that, you know, that looks at creating content, that looks at building relationships with the brand. That's the key. And if SMBs, want their marketing efforts to flourish or incorporate storytelling or making any difference because stories do grab attention. They connect emotionally and always will be remembered like a recall. Oh, that brand spoke about that story. So that recall always hits the nail. 
And if SMBs are struggling to get started, like they have no idea where to start, what, what do you recommend? Where do you begin? So I feel um, once you have an objective in mind and once your product speaks extremely well, I think selling or marketing isn't a problem. As long as you believe in the product and as long as the product is convincing you, then it doesn't make a difference or doesn't make an effort to convince your customers or your consumers, you know? So that's what I feel that should work, the product. Got it. And um, have you, can you tell us about some brands that you may have helped or a particular brand you may have helped through storytelling and how that may have looked? Oh, I have this amazing example that I worked in one of my companies. So in my career, I had this, I had an amazing opportunity to learn content marketing with the big brands of the world, which we call in simple terms, the art of storytelling. So one such brand um, that I worked with was specialized in the bath and the bathroom businesses and fittings. So uh, what they asked us is to, they asked us to showcase how a bathroom can look at making a bold statement and how it can look at holding a special place in each of our lives. So guess what we did? We came up with a simple solution that would not only tell a story, but also leave an emotional impact on the customers. So what we did is we picked up people like you and me uh, from different walks of the life um, who would want to look at creating or revamping their bathroom. So we created scenes where a husband wanted to surprise his wife who was away, who wanted a transformed bathroom or probably parents, you know, who wanted to surprise their children with a beautifully revamped bathroom. So when we did this and when we created these moments and when we captured these moments on camera, and when we created that story and went across social media, it created so many impacts within the community, Roger, that it quickly turned into one magical campaign. So <laughs> all in all, what happened here? So all in all, what happened here? The brand got to showcase their product. Secondly, it created a human angle, touching people's lives. And what? The consumers was happy. The brand was happy. That's the simple storytelling way. Wow, that is amazing. I could I could just picture how that uh, you know came out and yeah, it, it, saw that on social media, the before and afters especially. Yes. Incredible. Great. So what about the framework um, of the story? You know, how, how does someone implement that framework? Yeah, so uh, Roger, I feel that creating a compelling story does definitely require a framework Rather, I would call it like more of a structure. Uh, and some of the key points that need to be kept in mind are, one, knowing your audience by understanding what the problem of the audience is. Once you identify the problem of the audience, it becomes very simple to create that product, you know? So that's one. Secondly, what I feel is knowing your message on how you want the audience to react and feel about your story. That's number two, what I feel. Thirdly, what I feel is um, every story, Roger, you know, uh, must look at having a structure. Like you need to look at having a beginning of a story by setting a context of what the story is all about. Then moving on to what the middle ground is. And then finally, what the key takeaways of what the story you want, you want to 
explain to the audiences uh, the fourth fourth point is it's so important you know for a brand or for a story to be authentic because listeners see authenticity as if they don't see it they reject it period that's the mindset of listeners you know and also it's so important in your story roger to have like a conversational tone uh, by using common and friendly words in your story you know making the audience your hero and making them comfortable is what will win the entire campaign out you know and uh, also i also feel sometimes that uh, using visuals look more compelling more with pictures more than words that will create a much more impact if you look at doing visuals and videos more than text that's what i feel you know and last and not the least it's all about selling your story and not your product once that happens any framework you put in will win this i love that that and and that's so true when when you when someone's trying to sell the product you could you just feel it. it it's off but when they're selling the story there's something about it that you want to buy that story you want to be part of that story not just that product itself exactly i totally feel that that really works the connect and i i really like how you talk about the authenticity part because yes that's something even that i've learned over the past 3 years since i've been doing these interviews is you know at first i was very nervous doing you know interviews and i didn't feel like i was myself but over time you kind of settle in and you could become you know free to speak what's on your mind and and just yeah. let yourself shine through because that's what people connect with so i'm really glad exactly. you brought that up okay so anita let's let's talk about uh the indian culture a little bit if you don't mind Um, yeah, sure. It's such a wonderful culture. I'm just fascinated um, you know, being on on the other side of the world here with um it just seems like there's so much goodness that comes out of India and the people, all the people that I've connected with are just, you know, really really wonderful people. Tell us, you know, people that live outside of your country, what is it like growing up there? Tell us about some of the values that are instilled into you know the uh, the young people you know how you grew up maybe and then as a society what is it like living there and i know we're in some crazy times right now but uh just in general uh, if you could inform us a little bit more about your country yeah so um india as a country i feel in terms of the family values we are a very close knit family you know we always believe in believe in being with the family in believe in supporting with the family eating together going for vacations together so we always believe in having this emotional bond you know like even if an indian girl gets married she she would love to be with her entire family because that family is the one who supports each other and that support when you're newly married or probably when you're like you know becoming a mom that plays such an important role because of the family which is close knit so that bonding when you create with time 
that's what creates a relationship in the indian community and we absolutely love it like we love being together we love having family get togethers we love talking about food we absolutely <laughs> love eating different cuisines spicy cuisines like we call this term like in hindi it's, it's hindi it's called chatpata so you know we love the the masalas i would say and that's what makes the indian community so amazing Wow. Now, what about education? I know education is of utmost importance to the society. Uh, tell us how challenging it is going through the school system from a from a youngster, you know, all the way up. So, uh, so I would say the school system in India is a bit competitive. Like it completely depends upon who you are, because uh, a lot of partiality also plays sometimes in getting into the right school like you got to know that person sometimes you know like the right person to get in the right school there are some of the schools which kind of believe in this but there are the other set of schools who believe in the merit like if you have a child who's smart who's confident who knows what he wants to do yes those schools will accept them you know so there's the kind of a difference between both these both this look the education system here and it's completely fine i think all countries kind of have this uh, but what's growing right now is the online education because a lot of colleges a lot of schools in fact even a 4 year old will look at doing an online session now so everyone thanks to the pandemic is becoming virtual and it's completely fine you know because that's how the next gen wants it to be because of the current situations which are going on so we are moving with time which is fine you know well um what about do you mind talking a little bit about religion what the religions are there and how how people grow up and you know potentially marry into other religions is that is that a thing or do you pretty much stay within your own uh it depends person to person roger you know because uh, like right now the current situation and the next gen is become so open like it doesn't matter you marry a hindu or a muslim as long as two individuals love each other support each other and if the families are convinced enough it doesn't matter gone are those days when you only have to marry a particular caste or a particular creed it doesn't work like that anymore it's all open it's all free and people love being um, you know combined or other uh, engaged with different communities because they learn about each other's communities like for example uh, for me like you know i am uh, married to a different community but that's taught me so much about that community and now it's been like close to what 10 years of being uh, married and i feel i've completely imbibed what that community is in these 10 years so it's completely fine it's no big deal to be able to marry a different community i love it and i i completely enjoyed being with my my partner you know wonderful finito what's um what's the thought process these days about america what are people thinking about america in india so i would say that uh, i mean the way uh, the president is doing things i'm sure hopefully 
to support the community there, to support the Indian community there. But sometimes I feel that, uh, you know, he's a bit uh, harsh towards the Indian community. Uh, I don't mean to be kind of negative and stuff, but I just feel if he would just believe in what the Indians want to go to America and achieve and give them one chance, we Indians have that ability, you know, Roger. So I just feel that he should look at giving that openness, giving that freedom, you know, just to be, just to let the Indian students enjoy America, be free and just learn out there and grow out there because Indians love to have the exposure abroad, you know, in America or any other country. So that's what I feel the current conversations keep going on whenever I keep chatting with people, you know, here and there. And when you say harsh, you mean because right now uh, the country's not open to allowing students come to come in? Yeah, I exactly. I would just feel that if that opens up, it just would make a, so much of a difference to the community in India. And it would just create a positive impact between America and India, you know, just to support, just simple, plain support. Yeah, I'm hopeful that it will come back, um, hopefully sooner rather than later, because we have so many wonderful students here and professionals, uh, especially in the medical community, that have come from India and contribute to to our society in a big way. So from from me to you, we, we love people from India and we can't wait for that to, to open back up. I hope soon, hope so soon. <laughs> so great. Um, Vanita, tell us more about your business. Like what, how, how can people reach out to you if they're interested in storytelling? They wanna, you know, maybe you could help their small to medium sized business. What's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, so I feel that now since I'm so heavily active on LinkedIn and I always say LinkedIn has become my second family, I am completely open to connect with small, medium enterprise companies, be it any part of the world. I am there to support. And what I feel and what my current thought process of content marketing towards SMEs is cost-effective because I know what it feels to be an entrepreneur, you know. I have not had the chance, but I know what entrepreneurs go through. Costing plays a very key role and quality plays a very key role. And I feel I'm kind of matching these two, which will completely look at changing the way they look at content marketing. Great, excellent. Well, we'll be sure to put your contact info in there so people can reach out to okay. you. <laughs> No, this no has been a great conversation. What else would you like to cover? This The floor is open. Uh, I want to allow you to give any perspective on, on storytelling or, or anything else. I know you also do things with apps. Um, anything else that you could tell us that would be informative you know, for the audience? Yeah, Roger, right now I really want to know how you have built this American Real because I still remember that day when I connected with you on LinkedIn and when I saw the American Real uh, videos and the kind of people you brought in, I'm like, what is this? How can somebody being in one country impact so many lives? So I would say more than me giving 
my tips i would want to learn from you here like what is it how have you built this empire called american dream well i'll tell you i i first of all i appreciate the question i i really do but it's nothing more there's no secret it's nothing more than what we're doing right now just reaching out to good people like yourself asking them for an interview and a conversation and just sharing you know sharing sharing knowledge sharing information sharing tips sharing values that's why i ask about the different you know parts of 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 your country and and your upbringing and how things are there because i think we could all learn from each other no one way is right or perfect right we could we could yeah, all absolutely. learn from each other so there's no magic other than consistency you know some of the things you talked about earlier you know being authentic just um having nice warm chats with people and then taking the time and the care to edit it and to you know promote it and and really to continue we don't just put our episodes out once so as you you may see you may see a a clip that i filmed a year ago of someone you know that i put up yesterday because it's still relevant these stories continue on i don't want to put them out once and then let them die i think it's 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 a disservice to the the interviewee as well as the people listening or watching not to be able to have that information on a regular basis so so that's it it's just uh uh trying to be myself and offer value to as many people as i can from all around the world you know i feel so privileged rather honored that you chose me to be at american real and that's something I will always cherish all my life, you know, Rajo. So well, I really, really thank you for this opportunity. I never imagined this would happen. <laughs> oh, I thank you, uh, your, your for your time. And I do have a couple last questions, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, sure. I like, I like to ask almost every guest these last questions. The first one is, if you were to take out your cell phone and call the twenty-year-old Panita, what would you tell her? I would tell him. stop stressing in life just be yourself and just be you that's about it more the stress you create more problems just be you just to be chill just be chill wonderful and the last question is at the end of the day you're you're very young you still have a lot of life to live but at the end of the day when your work is done what do you want your legacy to be what what kind of mark are you trying to leave on this earth Wow. I mainly want to leave a mark where people come back and say that you know what she was very helpful she created an impact in my life when i was age 20 so i want to create impacts in people's life by just supporting them that's it and i don't want anything in return just plain support that's what makes me happy and that's what's going to make them happy and they will remember me oh that was a person who made a difference in my life Finita Park welcome to the American Real family thank you so much for doing this interview today and i can't wait to continue to follow your posts and be inspired thanks so much roger i'm so 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 happy thanks for tuning into American Real be sure to visit our website americanreal.tv or search for us on iTunes or YouTube for past episodes. While you're there, please rate us or leave us a review as that helps others find our show. I am truly grateful and appreciate all of your support. 
you'd like to be part of our inner circle or want one-on-one coaching, check out the American Real Learning Academy, where we have self-help groups and courses so you can build the best you. We also have a new Facebook group where you can connect with high achievers from around the world. If you want to go even further, maybe you're determined to write your own book or launch your own podcast, contact me today to see if we could help. You can reach me through Instagram or Facebook or email me directly at roger at americanreal.tv. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.